0: Hello, hello, everyone. My name is Allie, and welcome back to another episode of the Humane Nation podcast. Happy Tuesday. Hooray. Made it through Monday. And also, happy first day of summer. Uh, wow, it's actually a little crazy just how fast this year is going. But summer is always kind of a fun time of year. I mean, you've got the warmer weathers, you've got your summer parties, Traveling, family vacations, usually the season just kind of goes in a blink of an eye. But for you fellow pet owners, you may be planning on ways to include your pet in the summer fun this year. Or perhaps you're just curious on how to keep your pet safe during the summer regardless of your travel plans. Well, in honor of the first day of summer, we will be sharing five ways you can keep your pet safe this summer. But before we dive in, I would like to give just a quick little update on some things that are happening in the animal welfare world real fast. The first thing is in the previous episode where we talk about animal testing and the modern world, um, I said I would try to keep you all updated on what happens to the beagles at the Innative Lab in Indiana. Um, unfortunately, I haven't yet heard any updates because the lab is not communicating With the Humane Society of the United States so it's it's honestly hard to know it's possible that they followed through with the um, euthanization of those beagles but like I said we don't know but I will keep you posted when I do hear something and one more thing last Thursday was World Sea Turtle Day which is super awesome because sea turtles are super cool And it was a great day to spotlight these awesome, awesome creatures. So I just want to talk about two very quick, simple ways that you can positively impact sea turtles and actually other aquatic animals for that matter. Um, The first one is by reducing single-use plastic like straws, plastic bags, and also being mindful about recycling, which personally this is one that I really have to work on. Our neighborhood actually doesn't accept recycling, so it's something my husband and I will really consciously have to make an effort to be mindful of, but I think it's worth it. I mean, if you see all of the pictures of trash in the oceans and landfills, it's just really depressing, but uh, there's ways that we can try to help with this. So anyways, I just wanted to talk about those two things really fast before we jump into our topic today. So with that, let's get into our list of five ways you can keep your pet safe this summer. The first way is to beat the heat. Lately, the majority of the U.S. has been battling intense heat. Even here in Michigan, we had days last week in the upper 90s with around 110 on the heat index, which is absolutely crazy. It's such intense heat that you could get sick, but also your pet could get sick. I mean, we're talking like heat stroke quality heat right here. (laughs) It is so intense. Um, Luckily, there are several ways that you can beat the heat with your pet this summer. The first one is to minimize your pet's time outside, especially during the hot times of day. And we're talking around noon to 4 p.m., and if you do happen to take them out on a walk, go ahead and do the pavement test before you go. Place your hand on the pavement for five seconds, and if it's too hot for you, then it's definitely going to be too hot for your dog's paws. After all, your dog's paws can burn too. By the way, please don't leave your pet chained up outside with just a dog house for any sort of shade. Uh, these dog houses get super hot inside, The dogs themselves can get overheated, they can get dehydrated, I just, I can't imagine how miserable that would be. Which kind of leads us into the second way you can beat the heat with your pet, and that is when you're spending time outside with your pet going out and about on a sunny day, be sure to provide safety from the sun either by finding shady spots every now and then, or applying sunscreen to susceptible parts of your dog's body like their nose, their ears, their tummy, and yes, they actually do sell dog sunscreen. Um, Some dog breeds in general are just more susceptible to getting sunburn than other dogs. I've mentioned before that we have a greyhound and she's just one of those dog breeds that can get sunburn because she doesn't have the undercoat She has very thin skin. Actually, there's parts of her body where it's just literally skin exposed. So we have to be very mindful about how much time she's spending outside in the sun because we don't want her to get sunburn. Another way to keep your pet cool is by providing them with ways to cool down like cooling vests or kitty pools that you can find at the dollar store or you can make them some yummy frozen treats. Some dogs may really benefit from cooling vests, um, specifically the dogs that don't have an undercoat like I mentioned before or who have a hard time uh, regulating their body temperature. They're very simple to use. You just soak them in some water and place them on your dog. But a kiddie pool filled with some nice cool water is just another fantastic way to cool down your dog. They can splash around or even just lay down in the pool, which is always really cute too. A kiddie pool is a fantastic option. Or even a sprinkler that you have. Just something fun to help them cool down. Of course, you can't go wrong with having a yummy frozen treat. Just like humans with ice cream and popsicles, dogs enjoy cool treats too. Actually, Frosty Paws is an ice cream made with dogs in mind. Actually, my childhood dog, Macy, loved Frosty Paws and it was so cute, but you can easily make your own frozen treats right at home for much cheaper. (laughs) I'll just say that. For much cheaper, you can have delicious homemade frozen treats for your pet. Um, For example, just slice up a banana, smear some peanut butter on it, and freeze it for a simple foolproof treat that your dog is going to love. Our second way to keep your pets safe this summer is to skip the fireworks and I am sure you guys guessed I would say this at some point. With 4th of July just around the corner, it seems like after 4th of July, it's just fair game for people to be shooting off fireworks at any time. It'll be a random Wednesday night and you'll hear fireworks in your neighborhood. Um, unfortunately though, many pets get scared and anxious with fireworks. So if you plan to watch firework celebration, please, 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 please leave your pet at home. They will become so anxious by the loud explosions. This is an activity that you should not let your pet be a part of. They may try to escape. They might run away. It's just best to leave your pup at home. If you have your dog at home and they're scared of the fireworks, you can provide a safe place for them to hang out until the display is over. Uh, Some people have found that putting music on helps to drown out the noise a little bit, helps them to calm down. Of course we don't want the music too loud or overpowering, but it can help drown it out a little bit. Um, Another thing is some people have actually found that thunder jackets would help too, and these. Thunder jackets obviously help with thunderstorms, but perhaps could work for fireworks as well. But before you go out and buy one of these, I do want to mention that it can really be a hit or miss with these jackets. It really just depends on the dog. Um, I know my mom got a thunder jacket for her dog because her dog gets really scared and anxious during thunderstorms. But the thunder jacket did not do anything. It did not help. So just something to bear in mind that every dog is different, so uh, it may or may not work. If they did happen to get loose during a fireworks celebration, you'll have a way better chance at getting reunited with them if you have everything up to date. The reason why I'm stressing this so much about fireworks and keeping your pet at home is because the days surrounding... 4th of July are so busy for shelters because they have dogs coming in left and right from being spooked by the fireworks. So this is, this is kind of a big thing. So just something to keep in mind, let your pets skip out on the fireworks and let them just hang out in a, in a calm place at home. All right. Our third way to keep your pet safe this summer is to keep it pet friendly now what i mean by this is when you're planning your vacations or your activities you're wanting to do with your pet be sure you do a little bit of research ahead of time to make it pet friendly for example there are some beaches that don't allow dogs or some national park trails that don't allow dogs we live close to lake michigan and so you know there's a bunch of beaches around but There's only a handful that actually allow dogs. It's best to do some research ahead of time so your pet will be able to join and you won't be caught blindsided when you realize your pet can't actually join at the beach or at the park trail. Thankfully, websites like bringfido.com exist. Obviously, this is not sponsored by them or anything, but we just really like them. They have great information ranging from places to eat with your pet to places you can stay with your pet and activities that your pet can join in on depending on your travel destination of your choosing. Up north in Michigan, there's this island called Mackinac Island and that place is so cool. If if you haven't heard of it, you should look it up. It is such a cool place to visit. And my husband and I like to try to go at least once a year. It's kind of been our tradition, but now we have our dog that we adopted uh over the winter and so I've kind of thought like oh it'd be so fun to bring her along that'd be so much fun that'd be so cute and bringfido.com actually has a whole post about Mackinac Island and how you can have a pet friendly vacation with your dog there and it is so cool so it's definitely worth checking out their website when planning your vacation. Um, And just another friendly tip, when you are traveling with your pet, be sure to have a copy of their vaccination record or uh, their health records. Heaven forbid you're on your vacation and your pet needs some sort of medical attention. um, It's just best to be overprepared in case worst case scenario happens, you know. All right, moving on to the fourth way you can keep your pet safe this summer protect them from the Nasty Trio. I wasn't really sure how else to call this section, but let's talk about the Nasty Trio. I'm talking about fleas, ticks, heartworms. Ugh, I know they're, they're horrible. All of them are horrible. (laughs) We all know fleas can be super annoying to deal with. They can infest other pets in your home. They can bury into your carpet. They're gross. They're not fun at all. Ticks are scary because they can carry diseases and those tiny little villains can get you and your dog sick. Plus they can be tricky to see sometimes because they vary in sizes, plus depending on your dog's fur it might make it even more challenging. They're just the worst. But then you have the third member of this horrible nasty trio, heartworms. And dogs actually catch heartworms from mosquitoes. Heartworms can be pretty relentless, so it's good to catch it early. Um, things you might notice is your dog being more lethargic or having a cough. The good news is that heartworms can be cured, but expect it to be a lengthy process. So let's talk about ways you can prevent these nasty bugs and worms uh, because they're just—we just we just don't want to deal with them at all, right? <laughs> So there are various flea and tick medications out there, they come in all sorts of forms such as gel application, oral medications, collars, maybe you've heard of Soresto collars. These collars kill and prevent fleas and ticks. They do work for some dogs, but right now there are lawmakers trying to ban Soresto collars because of the link between the collars and the death of almost 3,000 dogs. It's really scary because millions of people have bought these collars and have not had any issues. On the flip side, many dogs have lost their lives because of them. So the best advice I can give you at this point is to talk to your vet about what option would be best for your pet and their health. Because every pet is different. Every dog is different. And what may go well for one dog may not work for another dog. Another thing to note about Ceresto collars because we're on this topic is that there are actually fake Ceresto collars out there that look remarkably similar to the real things. They even come with almost identical packaging. So if you buy a Ceresto collar, you can call their service number and tell them you want to be sure the product is legitimate. They may ask for the product number and then they can tell you, yep, this is ours, or Nope, this is definitely counterfeit. If it is not theirs, then dispose of that thing so quickly because your dog's life may well depend on it. Um, I don't mean to be so dramatic, but yeah, these counterfeit Ceresto collars are no joke. Be mindful about where you buy your products from. In this case, I strongly advise that you do not purchase Ceresto collars from places like eBay or Amazon. Try sticking with Chewy or see if you can get one through your vet. But again, like I said, talk to your vet about which option is best for your pet, especially now with this concern about Seresto Collars happening. Um, I actually recently learned about another easy product to prevent fleas, ticks, mosquitoes from your pet, and it's the Only Natural Pet, that's the name of the brand. Only natural pet easy defense tags these small tags have a ring that attached to your dog's collar and they do not contain pesticides or chemicals and they claim to work after three weeks of your dogs wearing it for a whole year so the tags contain silicon dioxide particles which is this inorganic material Um, They do suggest that you combine the tag use with another form of prevention for added protection, but at least it's something maybe you could do more research on. It's definitely something new to me, but it it actually sounds kind of interesting, so um, it, it might be worth checking out more. You can also plant some different flowers or plants that these kind of bugs hate for extra benefit, But you can check out this website called ThisDogsLife.co for a list of other natural ways to prevent fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes from your pet. I do want to mention before we go on to our final way to keep your pet safe this summer that some people use essential oils or recommend using essential oils on your pet to prevent fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. This can be a little bit risky because there are some really dangerous oils out there that would be harmful for your pet. They may be perfectly fine for you and you can diffuse them and they might be beneficial for you, but there are oils that, I'm sorry, essential oils that just do not go well for animals. So please do some research before you try to do anything like that. All right, so here we are. Our fifth way to keep your pet safe this summer is be a responsible pet owner. And I know this kind of just sums up the other four points, but it's important to mention because your pet relies on you to stay safe and to be taken care of. And this includes everyday things that we may just not even think about, like not leaving your dog in a hot car. This is incredibly dangerous and can be life-threatening to your pet. We've all seen those charts that say, oh, if it's 75 degrees outside, then the inside of your car can reach 100 within a few minutes. It's just not safe. Or when you're on a walk with your pet and you don't clean up after them, this could cause a risk for the next dog that comes along. Let's say that your pet has some intestinal parasite and... You don't clean up after them the next dog that comes around we all know that dogs do some weird things and we don't understand sometimes but the next dog that comes around gets really interested and tries to go after your pets left behinds and um, now they're inflicted with this intestinal parasite it's just it's good to be mindful it's good to clean up after our pets And, you know, just planning ahead, making sure that you have bags to help you clean up, making sure that your dog has plenty of water to drink or access to the shade outside if need be when you're out walking around. It is an honor to be a pet owner. There are many people out there who maybe are listening right now and they're saying, man, I wish I could have a pet, but my apartment doesn't allow pets or... I can't afford to have a pet. It's an honor to be a pet owner, so please take the extra steps to keep your pets safe this summer. Alright you guys, well that wraps it up for today. You can find the blog post for this episode on our website at thehumaneation.com. again that is thehumaneation.com. You can also find us on Instagram, humane underscore nation, and look for the yellow paw print. Alright, today's adoption story comes to us from Black Dog Wildflowers here in Michigan. And they write, After I lost my black lab of 17 years, I was devastated. To pass the time, I went to our local humane society to walk dogs during my lunch hour, at the suggestion of my daughter, who knew how much I loved Marley, my lab. I started an Etsy shop, Black Dog Wildflowers, specializing in organic gluten-free dog treats marley was my inspiration treats were created around his skin allergies and joint issues i walked all of the black dogs and black lab mixes they had or i should say they walked me then i met olivia who was named nubby a rhodesian hound boxer mix olivia had come from a hoarder home and been through a lot with heartworm had a batch of puppies, and then spayed. She was extremely shy and timid and would barely look at me. However, she allowed me to walk her, but again, extremely shy. Each visit, I became more attached, and she became to know me better. I decided I wanted her to be a part of my life. She passed the test of getting along with cats and grandchildren, and Olivia appreciates black dog, wildflower, gourmet dog treats as much as Marley did. Her loyalty is more than I had imagined, and her love for my cats and granddaughter as well. She completes our home. You guys, I love receiving these stories so much. They bring me so much joy. Thank you, Black Dog Wildflowers, for sharing your story with us. If you want to share your pet's adoption story or your foster pet's story with us, you can fill out the form on our website at thehumane nation.com and look for the form called Feature Your Pet. You can find it in two places. Uh, The first place, if you go to the homepage and scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll find the form there, or you can find the form under the podcast tab. There will be a section called Feature Your Pet. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. (laughs)